Hello and welcome back to Dollars and Dragons. We have here with us today Hunter Fell. If you'd like to introduce yourself to the audience. Yeah, hey, uh, I'm Hunter Fell. I I do all sorts of weird gaming stuff, uh, professional game master, uh, streaming content, and I work for uh, Start Playing Games. Weird gaming stuff. Now, weird gaming stuff. I feel like that's the the best way to phrase it because it's really any like any gaming stuff. Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, my my audience right now can't see like the background, but you do have like what appears to be like a goblin ogre. What is that in your background yeah, so, right there? Uh, this is this is a a dice tower. Uh, uh-huh. His his head opens up. You drop the oh. dice in, <laughs> um, and, then, and then they roll out here. Uh, oh my god! Uh, I just it is the skull off. Oh my god! Yeah, it is. <laughs> It is the um uh from I think the first edition books uh uh-huh. one of uh, for D and D there's a uh, I think the player's handbook um had uh this guy sitting on it um okay, and so okay, they okay. they made it a, looks a tower yeah yeah I know I know which book you're talking about now yeah 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 okay mm-hmm. yeah that's where I've seen that cool 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 that's a very that's a very D and D trivia type thing um did yeah. your group win D and D trivia this year by the way at the SPG thing. I don't think so. I don't okay. remember. Oh, no. You know, it was, uh, so I was originally, so last year we did it and uh-huh. I was on uh, the team with Bob Yo and some other uh, mm-hmm. GMs and stuff. Um, and so I, we went back this year um, and we were all ready to go. I was very, very excited um, and mm-hmm. was like sitting at their table to do it. And then all of the uh, people from my stream uh, uh-huh. their their event had gotten canceled and so they just went to like also do it and they were like Hunter are you abandoning us I was like okay fine uh, so I went over and did it with wow. them instead and we did not win <laughs> wow you joined the losing team out of loyalty I wow. did it, unfortunately yeah oh yeah I mean that's how you know that you know you're a good person. Well, actually, you know, I wouldn't have said that you were a bad person if you hadn't done it. I ended right. up uh, just kind of at the bar with uh, Shireen and her partner mm-hmm. um, yeah. and then uh, getting to, to chat with them. I came in probably like halfway through, so I wasn't there for the the full effect of the d and I'm fairly certain Devin's team won. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm that not makes sense. 100% on that, but I'm fairly certain. That I that makes sense because I vaguely remember Devin saying something about how he was the best. Um, I mean so. that could that could have been any conversation with Devin. Uh, <laughs> exactly. He, well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I I love him so much. He cracks me up. <laughs> yeah, I really. Yeah, I I remember saying to him once, uh, "You have like very strong Woo Girl energy and also Golden Retriever energy combined." Golden Retriever energy yeah. is is very strong. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah, he definitely has that, like, if he's not the player character, he's definitely an NPC who has all sorts of crazy quests for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, for our listeners, Devin is the co-founder of Start Playing Games, um, mm-hmm. and me and Hunter are talking about our experiences at Gen Con back in August, it's November at, at the time of this recording. Um, you know, some, some of those months, though, kind of, uh, or some of those days kind of, Blended together at Gen Con. Um, did you do anything especially fun at Gen Con? Oh boy, um, Gen Con was. It's it's really hard to separate everything. Um, I it, pretty much every night had some like 
weird event or party or something that I was at. Um, right. And I like I I do a lot of the um, uh, stuff with Start Playing, and then um, before I was working for Start Playing, I did a lot of just convention stuff and worked a lot of a lot of conventions. So I have a lot of friends that are just in the convention space. Um, and then also now have friends that are in the just TTRPG sphere. Um, and so it was like every night there was four or five different things that I was like, okay, well, which one of these do I have to go to? Right. I think, I think the most fun one was probably, I cannot remember the name of it, but there was a, like a entertainment, uh, party the one night, um, at the, uh, oh, what's it called? Slippery noodle or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, that was just a, a very fun event and lots of, uh, lots of cool stuff happened in there. Um, wait, wait, wait. Was this a Saturday night party? I think so. Yeah. You the were Hunter's there. Enter- yeah. The Hunter's, yeah, Hunter's Entertainment. Entertainment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that, uh, was a, yeah. that was a lot of fun. There were just a lot of people there. Um, yeah. I ran into, <laughs> like, I ran into a bunch of people that like, I, I'm really bad with memory. Um, yeah. my, my ADHD and object permanence is garbage. Um, so I, there's a lot of people that like I know and I've interacted with, but a lot of them I've only interacted with online. And when I would see them in person, it didn't translate in my brain. So I met a bunch of people that I'd only interacted with online. Yeah. Um, and we would start talking and be like, Oh, what do you do? And they'd be like, Oh, I do this stuff. And I'm like, Oh, I do this stuff. And they're like, that's where I know you from. Yeah. Um, which was, uh, just fun to put faces to names. Yeah, I had I had the same experience over and over again. And I and I suppose it'll get worse the longer that I exist on Twitter if Twitter doesn't go down in a um, you know, whatever however it's going to go down. But people yeah. like would co- were coming up to me and be like, "Oh, you're Friday from Twitter." And I'm like, "I guess that's how I'm known now. I'm fr- <laughs> that's that's my origin story. I am Friday from Twitter, you know. Um not from Gondor. No. I'm from from, from Friday from Twitter. <laughs> Um, but no, that, that, uh, that party especially was like very, uh, I was not expecting there to be like an, an exclusive nerd party that, um, I basically got like shoved in the door with, um, Dot, who's like actually knows people. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had, uh, I, Hydro Lord was, was kind enough to, uh, just give me a a wristband there because he, uh, recognized me and we, we chatted briefly about something um previously in the convention very very nice very nice folk um yeah and i found that i am kind of surprised that i feel like most people in the ttrpg industry and like especially during i guess a uh, an event like that or Mm. uh, just in general i found them to be very nice i don't know it was kind of weird they're very welcoming because the majority of people in the like gaming space, the majority, there are exclusions, um, but the majority of people in that space are like, they're all nerds. Right. Um, and like, I feel like there's a lot of people in the gaming space who are like, yeah, they're hugely successful, but also there's a lot of this imposter syndrome in right. uh, in the gaming space of like, I don't even understand why I'm successful. Um, right. Like I just do this thing that I love and people keep cheering me on for it. Right. Um, like I, I think the, the weirdest part about that party for me was 
I start playing was I uh, was one of the sponsors of uh-huh. uh, of the party, and I do work with them, so I was already there with like them. Yeah. Um. But one of the other sponsors of the party was Alchemy RPG, who I uh, my my stream is partnered with them, and I'm I right. talk with them constantly, and so it was like both of them were like, we want you at the party. Uh, and like, we have these VIP, like wristband right. things that you can have and get into the, the cool place. And, uh, uh, all of that. And it was like, that is the, the weirdest experience for me as like someone who a few years ago was, if you asked me what my relationship to D and D would be, I was like, yeah, it's my favorite hobby. I love it. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, uh, very weird to be in a position where it was like, Wait. <laughs> two of the sponsors of this event are both saying like, we want you there one way or another. So we'll make it happen. Yeah. It, it was, it was especially weird for me. I did not imagine on like my bingo list of like things to do at Gen Con that I was going to hit like private industry party, but then mm-hmm. also have B Dave Walters introduce me to women at the bar. And I was just like, <laughs> it's just like things like have, have progressed and like happened that yeah. now I guess I'm, I'm in quote unquote, I'm in, I mean, I did yeah. a, the only reason I win is because I was invited very graciously. I was very uh, uh, happy to accept the invite from Dot uh, to War for Cobalt Press, run some games for them. And they very generously housed me there, um, which was still altogether very expensive for me to go. I don't want to right. undercut that. But right. not having to pay for a hotel made it actually possible for me to go and to be on the panel for Cobalt Press uh, yeah. for the freelancing, which was. I think of a very great experience. I was very happy to uh, meet uh, Diana D'Amico and uh, Brute Ladan. Oh, she's, and B. she's Dave. lovely. Oh yeah, uh, very she, very lovely she person. She is such yeah. a sweet person. Um, yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, it, it's just so it's so exorbitantly expensive because I live on the yeah. West Coast, so yeah. all of that stuff is so far away from me. So mm-hmm. for me, because of cost opportunity, we were just talking about this prior to stream. Cost opportunity for me to go to like PAX Unplugged, which is coming up. I did the right. math; it's twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, twenty five hundred, yeah. and, and that's if I find a place for cheap and right. that I'm like well, rooming with someone. Your West Coast, so like, uh, like PAX West is is out closer to you, right? Um, but like, I and like, because you're you're in that area, right? Uh, for for PAX West, yeah, I'm um, in the Seattle area. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm in like South Central Pennsylvania, so mm-hmm. Pex Unplugged is like right. very, very close for me. Um, and so like Unplugged is a is a no brainer for me to go to because mm-hmm. like I can I can drive down there easy or I can yeah. like spend sixty bucks and get the train round trip. Yeah, um, I that sounds where, great. <laughs> whereas whereas un, un, uh, West I will never go to. I will right. never get a chance to go out to West unless somebody specifically tells me that they are like flying me out there. Yeah. Um, I think that disproportionately though, because I'm in tabletop and I'm not in games, I think PAX West is great to go to if it's for games, but I was actually talking to Jasmine about that. Cause I'd never been to PAX West and mm-hmm. uh, we were kind of discussing like who goes there and why I might want to go. And it was just like, they don't actually have like, Believe it or not, Wizards and like all those other people, they don't actually have a great presence at PAX West. It's mostly video yeah. games. So it's like, why is it worth it to go? That's um, how I feel about PAX East, which is up in yeah. Boston, um, where it's just, it's a lot of uh, like video games and tech mm-hmm. sort of focus. Um, and like, there's a good number of like board games, but the the tabletop presence is much smaller. Yeah, um, I'm actually... 
I'm actually talking to our campaign manager, Anya, for the Vineyard about doing PAX East because it's about a week before we plan to launch the Kickstarter. Nice. So we'll see if we can make a measurable impact there. But mm-hmm. with some of the partnerships that we have um, and we're forming and we're trying to, um, I guess, formalize, I should say, and like mm-hmm. sign, um, we think that uh, organic marketing is probably the best way to go about it. Um, yeah. Meaning that, you know, just gather emails, sign up for a newsletter. If you sign up for a newsletter with me, that's what you're probably going to get emailed about. Besides, like, pro GM advice is, like, eventually, you know, I'm going to be selling the vineyard uh, via Kickstarter. So mm-hmm. that whole process, it sucks. And, I, I mean, I like it. But it's, like, very slow going, and that's why people don't do it. Um, as opposed to, like, trying to bank on going to a convention and, like, having things happen for you. When I think, for the most part, I don't know how much is worth it to invest into a convention for advertising it's so like people are there for the experience they're not necessarily and they might be there to like if you have product to push Mm -hmm. maybe but if you don't have a product to push and you're trying to get them to commit to something after the convention i don't i think it's very dicey i think it's i've i've definitely been to uh conventions where i've seen like a booth for a product that doesn't exist yet and Mm -hmm. they're they're like yeah we're like we have nothing available here um, but take our card and we'll be on Kickstarter in three months. And it's like, I will have forgotten that you exist in three months. I'm very, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like the, yeah. Th- like there is, there's no, uh, I, I have a hard enough time remembering if I ate breakfast, uh, yeah. let alone to back a Kickstarter that I talked to at a convention three months ago. Yeah. Um, what we are so. looking at doing instead in that, in that vein is that we are looking at creating a pamphlet slash zine um, mm-hmm. that's like a full magazine. It'll be like 10 to 12 pages, and it'll be like the vineyard preview that you may or may not have seen about the siren, mm-hmm. but it'll be a different um, lieutenant, and it'll be there'll be a one-shot included in it, and it'll be done in the full layout. So it'll be a small magazine you can take home. And nice. I think that might be a bit more effective. Yeah, so that is what better. we are kind of planning to do with Paxis, because it's something physical that people will take. And they are much more likely to actually commit to it if they say, like, hey, this is a pretty good quality, um, mm-hmm. you know, minus, like, it's obviously not coming from our manufacturer. We're, like, just printing this thing. Right. Um, but, you know, the content yeah, is it's good. It's like a, uh, Alchemy had a Kickstarter that was launching fairly shortly after Gen Con. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they had, like, their, they had written out a, like, a sample adventure of, like, uh-huh. the, uh, the adventure that le- uh yeah it so lost road was their first one uh-huh. uh their their second one was the the one that was coming out but they wrote a like a, a mini adventure that led into the events oh, of cool. the of the full adventure um cool. and so they had that uh that out as like just a a thing like take it and read right. through it and if you like it like we're going on kickstarter in a week or two um yeah that was also a cool experience for me because I'm credited in, in that uh oh, really? in that, like sample adventure as being like uh special thanks to uh oh, okay, okay. Um, what was it yeah, what was the special thanks for? 
Uh, when they, when they were writing it out, they like wrote everything out and then they sent me the, like the Google doc of like, here is the, the full thing. Can you read through it and leave your notes? And I went through and just was like, uh, I would change this. I need, this needs to be done. The, the right. balance of this encounter is horrible. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, and just went through and I did it at the, at the beginning, um, which was a very cool experience because they were like, uh, I, as I was going through and like making notes, their editors were also in the doc and like taking oh, yeah, notes yeah. and changing it as I'm reading through the rest right, of it right 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 yeah. um which was a, a very cool experience for me yeah it's yeah that google doc situation i i think and because i've had that same experience it, it can kind of get out of hand where like me and m will be working on the same document at the same time and like uh-huh. maybe what maybe only one of us should type at a time <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah that's so cool what what are you doing with alchemy lately you want to talk about that uh, yeah, sure. Um, so uh, I have worked uh, uh, on producing a, an actual play for the, the last year. We went live back in uh, January or February. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so we've been we've been playing for almost a year now. Uh, we're coming coming up on the, the conclusion of it. Um, but I, yeah, we we did a um, an actual play that uses the, um, the alchemy, uh, virtual tabletop and, uh, utilizes all of their, uh, overlays and stuff like that. And I built the whole adventure in there. Um, and, uh, so we we're coming up on the end of that. Um, hoping we're going to, uh, talk with them when, uh, we're at unplugged about like what the, the next project is after we, um, wrap up this one. But, uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a cool experience to like when I, when I met them, I met them at unplugged, uh, last year. Um, and when I met them, it was like their, their book had just come out at like their first one and, uh, alchemy, like the, the tech side of it wasn't really like launched yet, but they had like the beta copy stuff. Um, and I got to just sit there and talk with them for, uh, like an hour and a half about like, well, what, what is this, what is this looking like going forward? And really just enjoyed what they were pitching. Um, yeah. because I am a, I'm a very story driven, role play driven GM. Um, mm-hmm. and what they, what they made with alchemy is essentially a virtual tabletop that focuses on the, uh, immersion of a game for a theater of the mind game. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of focusing on like the, the maps and tokens and stuff like that. Um, which is my least favorite part about virtual tabletops. Uh, the only reason I like virtual tabletops is to show like something to immerse you. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a very, very cool project to work on with them, but, um, I'm looking forward to the next one. I've got so many ideas of like what my next project is. I just have to decide what I want it to be. Yeah. Throw a dart at the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I have been getting more and more into like theater of the mind maps and I find them to be mm-hmm. super useful and I use them way more often than uh, battle maps. And I have shied away from using battle maps almost entirely for a lot of yeah. uh, my, a lot of my games now um, because it's so much more versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what you covered there about um, if we want to talk about the evil, uh, the evil word networking um <laughs> what you what you essentially did was was a form of networking however yeah. it was a form of networking for normal people that normal people can understand that when you go up to someone and you become interested genuinely interested in what they're doing mm-hmm. and you naturally will fall into these collaborative efforts with people mm-hmm. 
um, which, you know, ends up being sponsorships and like other perks and things like that. It's and prior to that, I believe you worked with Start Playing, but you didn't have a huge uh, social presence, right? So right. a lot of yeah, that I, was just organically I didn't have a grown. Whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um we I I was running games on start playing um and then was like helping out part time as uh, mm-hmm. as they needed me. Um so I'd like answer some customer service tickets. I would go in and approve templates, that sort of thing. Um but it was a lot of just like eh, 20 30 hours a week uh, maybe. Um uh, just doing what I what I can to help out, but the reason I started like doing that was legitimately just because I was already running games on the platform and was like, I want the platform to be the best that it can be. Um, if that's where I'm going to be running my games, um, mm-hmm. and so yeah, just uh, continued from there. But my social media, like I despise social media. Um, it is it is my least favorite part about doing anything in content creation is the fact that it requires me to have it. Um, but yeah, it, it's something I had never really invested into. And our Twitch channel was very new, um, when I, when I made that connection, um, cause we, we launched in October of last year. Um, so it was two months old, um, at the, at the time that I was making those connections. Um, and it's just like essentially finding people that I already, think are cool and I'm like connecting with, uh, and making those connections. Um, but yeah, it's that, that whole networking at conventions thing is a very fun experience for me. Yeah. I mean, I would say that my behavior at Gen Con probably wasn't like the, I mean, live and learn, but I was brand new to the tabletop scene. So I was very much, in the and my sales background comes from like recruiting so i'm used to being hyper aggressive um right. which is probably not like the best material. <laughs> but you were um, you were you were selling you were selling yourself uh yeah like you were mm-hmm. selling you you have a product it's you you were you were selling that um mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely a like it's definitely a switch uh that has to that has to flip in the gaming sphere because like that comes across I uh, like there there's a lot of very anxious people <laughs> in the gaming world. Yeah. Um that yeah, it it definitely is a a different beast. Yeah, I um I I thankfully have had like a lot of people who are very interested in my success and have given me really mm-hmm. good advice um in how to approach people and things like that and just adjusting um how I do that. I think it the you know Ultimately, as long as you're not taking advantage of people, mm-hmm. people are pretty forgiving of most things. Yeah. As yeah. long as you're not a shitty person, obviously, then I think most 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 shit buffs, uh, as they say, <laughs> as they say. Sorry, I'm just like having flashbacks to like. <laughs> my former life um yeah so uh okay let's talk about uh what you currently do for spg and start playing games and you know where the company's headed that you're allowed to talk about and things like that (laughs) um yeah i mean i so i work 
in uh, the the customer service side of things. Uh, so I do um, a lot of uh, customer relations. I talk with a lot of like, uh, if a player had a negative experience, I talk with them. If a, a GM had a problem player, I talk with them. Um, and then I do a lot of the, um, the GM onboarding. So um, if you're a new GM on the platform, um, as you are going through setting up your account and stuff, at some point you will um, be presented with like, here is a, a link to sign up for a, a, a meeting with one of us. And it's usually either Devin or myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, we go through and show you like, these are the best practices. These are things that you should be doing. These are things that you should be avoiding. Um, and all of that. Uh, so, uh, that takes up the majority of the time is between answering tickets and, and doing that. Um, and then I do run, um, I run games. I, I, uh, occasionally I don't, I don't run as many as I used to, um, just because I don't have the time. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and then, uh, my favorite part is the, the corporate games. I run all of the, um, the corporate games. So anytime we have a, uh, a client that reaches out, that's like, we need six GMs and we want the interconnected story and stuff like that. I get to, um, organize the GMs and help write out a, like a cohesive storyline that's going to work with that. And, uh, then pass it off and be like, okay, have fun and interact with all of those people. Um, it's just a, a very, uh, a very different sort of, uh, game than any, any other ones that I've ran. So they're just fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, uh, corporate games are, am I allowed to talk about my experience? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you just, you just can't, na don't name any of the, okay, the, okay, okay. <laughs> the companies, but yeah, go for it. Yeah. So I've done, I think two or three now, I can't remember, but, mm -hmm. um, and sometimes the players just like, you can tell that they're at mandatory fun and yeah, like, yeah. and like, they're not there are into definitely it. Those that games. Makes, yeah. And yeah. it makes it like super not fun. And I've, I'm, I've run yeah. a couple where I showed up for the game and the, like, there were literally players who were. Uh, that weren't even told beforehand that they were going oh, to be God. playing D&D. &D. And then yeah. they showed up and their boss was like, we're all playing D&D. &D. And they're like, why? <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what, why are we, our, our company yeah. is not, this is, right. no, this is very weird. Um, yeah. And like some of those players then end up having a fantastic time. And other players are like, I'm just, I'm not into this. And I don't understand why I'm being forced to be here. Um, yeah, yeah, it definitely requires buy-in um, yeah. to play D and D. You don't just like show up, and I think that's the same with any game, really. To be yeah, quite absolutely. honest, but, yeah, um, yeah. If, if I showed up to a, a corporate event and my boss was like, "Yeah, today we're going to be playing Monopoly for the next six hours," I'd be like, "I, I think I have meetings that I have to sit in instead." Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Any, yeah. any, any team building event like that, like I feel like a surprise team building event is never a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, my experience with them has generally been though that there is, um, there are a couple of people that might kind of know each other, and you can just like have them with their pre-generated characters mm -hmm. have fun. They make, they have their office banter in character. Um, they let them do silly stuff. You have social encounter, you have combat encounter, maybe a puzzle, maybe, mm -hmm. you know, some, but if it's a puzzle, it needs to be real yeah. basic or yeah, a way yeah, around yeah. it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. I, I've made the mistake of giving like a, a riddle type puzzle to oh, a, a corporate game before, <laughs> uh, and watching them just sit there and be like, I don't know. I'm like, well, then I guess we're going to go around it. Um, <laughs> like, maybe the barbarian should just try and break the door down. Let's see how that works. Roll athletics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. First there... time, first time D and D players in a corporate environment. Not the best. Not the not the best. Um, if you don't tell them, you should probably yeah. tell them. If you're hiring, start I, playing it. Oh, I mean, I them. love I love the corporate groups that are like I uh, they they told them ahead of time. The players have uh-huh. uh, have done some research, and they're like, so I I looked into it. I was really hoping to play a barbarian. They seem like a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh yeah, let's get let's make that happen. Um, yeah. I had I had one person show up that was like, hey, I I know that you made characters for us already, but I really was hoping to play uh, yep. a, a a tiefling ranger. And I was like, Ooh, that's such a, that's such a weird pull. Like, yeah, yeah. let's make you a tiefling ranger. Absolutely. Yeah. Is, every, is everybody else cool? Like I've got all of it on D and D beyond. Is everybody cool hanging for like three minutes while I get this set up for them? Um, yeah. Like it, there, there's some very fun experiences that have come out of that. Um, yeah. Those games are wild though. I, I really enjoy, there's something about, like, getting someone who is playing a tabletop game for the first time. Mm-hmm. And just that experience of uh, having them walk through the initial process and stuff is very, mm-hmm. I think, special. Um, yeah. It's pretty It's one cool. of the things I miss about, like, when I when I first started running professionally, mm-hmm. um, one of the one of the things that I ran a lot of was like beginner games. Like if it right. if it is your first time ever playing, uh, sign up for this game. We'll make sure that everybody like they're all on the same page. Like we're going to get you started. Um, and like some of those games were so much fun. I love players that have no experience with the game right. because if you, if you have a, uh, an experienced group of players and they're going through a dungeon and they open up a, a door and see an empty room with one treasure chest sitting in the middle, they're immediately going to go, Nope, that's, that's clearly a mimic. Um, but like a, a brand new player has no idea what that is. Like you can fall back. Like some of the classic tropes are classic tropes for a reason because they're fantastic. Um, but like experienced players know about them already. Um, so those brand new players seeing like the, the shock on a player's face when like they, they took down the orc and then he stands back up again, or, uh, Mm -hmm. they, uh, they go up against an enemy caster who uses counter spell on one of their spells. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh my goodness. That's such a, it's, Oh, it's delicious. Yeah. Oh, counter spell is so brutal the first time too. (laughs) I had a I had a group of very experienced players who had been playing for a really long time. They had just finished a game that like they had hit level 20. They had gone all the way through from the beginning, but they've been like those really high level characters for over a year and a half. Uh, And so they contacted me and they're like, we just want to do a one shot, um, but we want to be real low level. Uh, and like, we want to be destroyed. Um, like Mm -hmm. we want this to be a very difficult game so we can be humbled a little bit before we start our next campaign. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, in that fight took down their barbarian, uh, and he was like, I making, making death saves. 
the cleric went over with their last spell slot to uh, cast mm-hmm. cure wounds on him, and I oh, counterspelled no. it. Oh no! Um, and the look of <laughs> just abject horror on the oh, players' shit. faces as they're like, "You've condemned him to die." And I'm like, "Yeah." He's the bad guy. He doesn't play fair. Um, and would I have done that in like a campaign? Probably not. Like may- maybe, depending on the villain. Oh my but like gosh. in a one shot where you requested to be destroyed, I'm I'm not playing nice. Those gloves come off. <laughs> Fucking counter spelled the cure wounds. Oh, it was, no. it was the cleric's last spell slot too. Oh, like no. there were no healers in the group and the cleric was out of spells it was brutal wow that's intense amazing though i love it um um, so what's um what's the what's the future look like and how have you seen uh start playing sort of evolve because i know you started in 2020 with start playing right as a gm Uh, yeah yeah, I was I was one of the first five GMs on the platform um, when nice, Start Playing yeah. launched. Uh, so I've been around from from the beginning. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been it's been cool to watch it sort of grow and change. Because uh, when we when we launched, it was a handful of us GMs and like m- not a ton of players. It was like mm-hmm. we would we would put out games and maybe uh, one of them would get booked. We'd see. Um, but like the number of the number of players that are coming to the site is just so much larger than it it ever was back in the beginning um and like the number of gms is astronomical uh there's so many gms that are uh like uh, realizing for the first time that oh i could be paid for all of the work i do um is like it's very cool to watch that um the thing that i'm really excited about from the like from being a part of the team now is being able to see um, some of the stuff that is like coming uh, down the pipeline and being like, Oh, okay. This, this is something that like definitely should be, should be coming. Um, One of my goals um, in working with start playing has always been that I, I am a GM on the platform. So I am always a a voice in those in those meetings of like, hey, this would be helpful for the the GM side of things, um, because we can we have a lot of data for the like this is uh, this is what's going on in the um, uh, the player side of things. This is what players are uh, saying. We have a lot of data for that, but there's not a ton of like this is what needs to be done to make things better on the GM side. Um, so that's very exciting to me. I mean, there's there's so much that the team is is working on um, that I'm just I'm very excited about coming up. Um, the the big one uh, coming up. Let me make sure it's been announced before I say anything. Um, bum bum bum. Uh, yeah, uh, the uh, uh, GM refunds that like the mm-hmm. the GMs are going to be able to issue refunds directly from their side of the the site instead of having to like contact support and wait for uh, that to go through and then support has to investigate it and all of that. Like the the GMs are going to be able to just go, oh, I like I I messed up. I had a power outage. I couldn't cancel the game. Something like that, and they can just issue that refund directly to their players. Um, like that's hugely exciting to me as both a GM and also a, like somebody who deals with a lot of refund request tickets, um, is like, that's just cool to me seeing the, uh, the little like quality of life changes that are, have been happening recently. Yeah. 
Actually, speaking of refunds, I just had something happen to me recently. Um, I had someone contact me who had last played with me in like February, and they kind mm-hmm. of dropped off, and they had like one or two charges that didn't go through, and they like contacted me, and they were trying to get those waived, and I was just like, "You're contacting me about something that happened in February, my guy." Like, <laughs> I'm just like, just on principle, the fact that you're contacting me eight months later, like, I'm just mm-hmm. gonna have to say no. Like, I'm just <laughs> like. Maybe if you had contacted me a while earlier, like I don't know, right. like February. Yeah, if like, you if you contact me like closely after it happens, and you're like, "Hey, I just I didn't realize that I had to like leave the campaign." Like, right. I'm ha- I'm happy to work with you on that. Um, if you just ghost me, um, I had a I had a player at one point who I uh, it was I uh, it was one player who was paying for like a group of five people, um. And he just vanished, like didn't mm. didn't say anything. Uh, his his payments didn't go through. Uh, mm. But like I, him and all of the players just didn't show up for the game the one time. I was like, I don't know, I don't know what happened. I reached out to all of them. None of them ever responded to me. Um, mm. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. You did what something wrong, here. Hunter. You did something um, wrong. <laughs> and and so the payment the payment failed. I was like that's super annoying because like it was a, a full session of like yeah. I, you were on my schedule. Um, and then like months later, uh, he reached out to me and was like, Hey, uh, I have a failed charge on my account from, uh, that game. Uh, can you remove that so that I don't have that on my account anymore? I you was like a hotel buddy. Like you, you book, you, you booked me. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. Um, yeah. the, the thing that most annoyed me about that interaction was like, none of the players showed up, which means he contacted all yeah. of the other players to let them yeah. know that they weren't playing, but yeah. didn't contact me. And also did something to his card to make sure that the charge wouldn't go through. Yeah. Like that's, that's so like, that's why, us. why are you doing that? That's us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, thankfully that's not a majority of players. Majority of players are great. Yeah, majority I, of players are awesome. Yeah, yeah, vast majority of players are great. And I think that the wonderful thing about I wish we had another hour to talk. You need to come back on yeah. the show at some point, please. Yeah. Um, but we've got we've got like five more minutes here. Um, uh, the vast majority of players that you will attract is really down to like what you put in your profile. And I know that you have written like part of the article that new GMs can find um, about how to design your profile. Like here's what you should do for a profile picture. And a lot of GMs, when they first come onto the website, they're looking for like, Hey, what's the silver bullet when really, when really what it is, is like, Hey, how about you read the help files (laughs) that explain everything. And then from there, you just go by the tips that Devin puts in the question and bugs channel and it's pinned like it's not complex you just There's need to do some work the number the number of gms that are like brand new to the platform uh like don't have don't have anything in their profile yet their uh their profile picture is still like gen- the one of the generic mm-hmm. images uh like they haven't they haven't done anything yet and they message me and they're like i um hey i know that you were running games full time like what's the what's the secret formula to do that and i'm like first step anything 
<laughs> like any any step forward is the first step towards that. Because uh, you are work. currently <laughs> laying down. You haven't yeah. even gotten up to take the step. Right. Um, like yeah, I yeah. I am I am more than happy to help any GM who like wants wants help getting stuff set up and wants to be right. doing that stuff. Um, like I'm, I'm hugely like, I, I feel very privileged that I was able to run games full time. And now mm -hmm. I'm in a position that I can help other GMs also run games full time. Um, yeah, like I feel, I feel very blessed to be in that position, but the, the, the trade-off there is like, I, I, I want to be able to help. Mm -hmm. I do. But if you aren't willing to help yourself, if you're not I working, I can't help you. Can't if you send that. me, if you send me a link to your profile, uh, and you're like, I, um, uh, you say, you say, what, what can I do to make my profile better? You send me a link to your profile, and this is something I've literally seen in a pro it, as the description of a, a GM on the platform. It said, I, I just learned how to play D and D last month. Thought I would do this. End of profile. <laughs> oh, I'm like, my no. dude, my guy, come on. Um, I, the number oh, of this, yeah. this, this use, we put a, a character, uh, count on the, on the game templates that there is a minimum character count for the description of game templates now because of the number of GMs that were submitting game templates where the entirety of the description of their game was just, this is Dungeons and Dragons. It's like, come on, like put in, put in 15 minutes of work. It's, it's like, if you, if you are, I, I tell people in the onboardings constantly, I'm like, when I go over the description section, I'm like two to four paragraphs, two to four paragraphs is the sweet spot. Anything longer than that, like players are going to start, start dropping off. They're not reading through all the way. If you go less than two paragraphs, give me at least one full paragraph. Cause I've seen these, this is Dungeons and Dragons templates and <laughs> they like, that's, that's not a description. It is a statement of fact. And it tells the player nothing they didn't know before they clicked on the template. Like, you, if if the entirety of your description is yes, this is the game you are looking for. Like, n how do I know that? You've told me nothing. The name of your template is Dungeons and Dragons, and the description is this is Dungeons. That's nothing. You've you've done yeah. nothing. You don't. You can't claim to be a professional GM, and then do yeah. the least amount of work possible. Yeah, that that yeah, and I I love to put advice out there and like. Mm -hmm. Show people like you should try this, you should try that, um, because this is what works for me and how you apply it and stuff. But what yeah. kills me is when people like copy my ad copy style and then they don't even know how it functions, so they do right. weird stuff they, like they, they don't use know. bullet points, but they don't put a hook in the bullet point, so it's just like a random thing. It's just like there's yeah. a village, and it's just like why is Every that a bullet time... point? <laughs> Every time I see the uh, the emoji bullet points on a, a a template, I'm like, oh, they've seen Friday's profile. Um, and then I, <laughs> I, I read through it and I'm like, okay, well, your bullet points are, this is Dungeons and Dragons. You will roll dice. We will have fun. Those wow. didn't need to be bullet points. That could just be assumed to be true. Oh, kills me. Um, and the the other thing is that I and the other thing that gets me is like, and I'm sure you deal with this all the time, mm -hmm. but um, when you like someone asks for help and then you explain like, okay, do these two things, 
Yeah. And then they come back three weeks later. Uh-huh. Hey, I'm, I'm, I need, I'm, I just haven't been able to fill games. And then I get back with them and I answer their, and I ping them again. And I'm like, well, I don't ping the people generally, but, um, and I, and I reply to them and I say, did you do those two things? No, but, oh, so you're looking for a different answer. You're right. trying like that mommy daddy thing where you just get to do like the easier thing that you want to do instead of doing the stuff that you actually need to do. There is a uh, there's a fantastic GIF that uh, uh, that Discord has the ability to pull up um, of uh, it's just like some dude uh, and uh, he just like points up and it says this above him um, and he's just like pointing to that um, and I have literally responded to people with just re- like. Uh, replying to my earlier advice and then putting that gif. Um, and that is the only thing I will, if you are, if you are asking me for new advice and haven't done the thing I already recommended, that's all, the, that's the only response you're getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, on that note, you have to go as much as I would yeah. love to keep talking to you. Um, let's talk about the things that you're doing lately where you want to yeah. point people I'll put your links in the description below for people that want to check you out and what you're doing. Yeah, awesome. um, yeah. If you are, uh, if you are a GM on the platform, I uh, sign up for a GM onboarding. If you haven't done it already, go through the GM onboarding process with myself or Devin or Shireen, anybody you can get into an onboarding with do an onboarding. Um, if you, uh, are, uh, not a GM on the platform and you're looking to play games or you're a GM on the platform and you're looking to play games, feel free to come to my profile and shoot me a message and like, let's get you into a game. I still run, I run a lot of, I run a lot more one shots now than I used to, um, because I don't have the time to do weekly campaigns as much. Um, so if you're looking for weird and wild one shots, let me know. Um, if you are, uh, looking for random content on the internet, um, you can check us out at Warlocks and Waffles on Twitch. Um, and most social media is some combination of Warlocks and Waffles. If you search Warlocks and Waffles, you'll probably find us. Um, uh, but Warlocks and Waffles is my, uh, my Twitch handle. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube. We're slowly moving that direction. Um, so, uh, follow us there as well. Um, we do our, uh, actual play on Monday nights at eight o'clock Eastern. Um, they are moving towards the, uh, the end of that campaign and then we'll be starting something new, maybe on Mondays, maybe a different night. I haven't decided yet. Um, but I'm, I'm very excited for, uh, for that new stuff to be, to be starting. Um, all of the backlog of the actual play is on YouTube. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, the game's really fun. If you join us on Twitch, there's like, uh, rewards that you can redeem in the chat to give points of inspiration to the cast and stuff like that. So you can, uh, help them not die as I try to kill them. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're, a, they're a group of absolute idiots and I love them dearly. Um, so come show them some love. Um, Wonderful. That is about it. If you're, I don't know when this is going to go out, but if you're, if it goes out before uh, PAX Unplugged and you're at PAX Unplugged, find me, say hi. Um, I, I think I it'll be, be the week of PAX Unplugged okay. that we release this. So if not, then I'm a liar. But okay, yeah. No, um, yeah. If you're if you're there and you've heard this already, say hi. I will be I will be around. I'll probably be wearing start playing swag. There you go. Oh, I'm so envious. I gotta get I gotta get my SPG swag on the second run. I think. I think I missed this window, but um, thank you so much for coming on. And Absolutely. Thank you, thank you for to having me. Our listeners, um, if you want to support the Patreon, please subscribe or uh, become a patron. 
Um, and that helps, uh, helps us out do this kind of thing. Thank you so much. Take care.